the lumber town of Otari, with its storied past and a fair share of sinister secrets, has been fairly quiet in recent decades. Over the 400 years since its inception, the surrounding area has been the launching pad for many famous adventurers, and as a result, most of the ancient ruins have been fully explored, much of their mysteries already solved. But when the mysterious gauntlet, an eerie landlocked lighthouse, begins to glow with a baleful light, the people of Otari suspect it's an ominous prelude to sinister events. The call goes out for a new band of heroes to save the day. Those heroes are... Mukta. One's path in life may shift like the sands. You have to adapt or be buried. Halarmony Higgins. Can I play something for you? New Lara. Hey, I know that it's scary, but you have to get up. Okay? Take my hand. Very good. Let's go. Clovis. Nature is not to be put in order. Nature is order. It is for us to put ourselves in unison with this order. The time has come to enter the Abomination Vaults, Ruins of Gauntlet. The camera fades in from a bright blue light hurting your eyes. And as the light dims into a more manageable vision, we see a circular chamber with a beam of blue energy flowing from the floor to the ceiling, bending the stone where it connects. As the camera then floats down a darkened chamber, we see dead ghouls littering the floor, with the wall stacked floor to ceiling with shelves of books. We hear hissing and banging on a door as the camera focuses in on the face of a large ghoul wearing blue robes. We can hear its voice seething with rage. These intruders kill your brothers and sisters, and now they defile your queen's sanctuary. Let us welcome their flesh into the canker for our queen. We hear cheers echoing from the ghouls around as they begin to chant in unison for the canker. For the canker. For the canker. Oh. As the camera turns to show a closed door, the camera immediately pushes in through the door, then through a second door, into a darkened room. In that room, we see Nulara tightening her shield and getting her trident ready. Palarmony is still talking, trying his best to talk down the enemies unsuccessfully. The camera floats back towards a second room glowing from an ever-burning torch sitting on a table. A small study filled with books and comfortable chairs comes into view. We see Clovis and Mushi turning their attention towards the chanting, which is growing louder and louder, even through the doors. And we see Mukta casually sliding down to hide behind the large, overstuffed chair. <laughs> the camera finishes its sweep of the room, points back towards the dark room with Nulara and Hellarmony, the chanting growing louder as the cult 
seems to be whipping itself into a frenzy. The heroes are stuck here. The only exit down deeper into the dungeon. With a group of angry ghouls between them and safety. The look of panic on Nulara's face says it all. And we actually rolled initiative last time already, guys. So pretty good, guys. Pretty good initiative. Not too bad of a little situation you guys got yourself into. So, as we have been doing for the past couple of weeks, we start our session with combat. You can go ahead and put yourselves, like, you know, you guys had a little bit of prep time, so feel free to position yourselves where you want to be. I'm here at the door. Yeah. Hal immediately darts back into the room. Okay. First, I throw the other ever-burning torch into that room first. So that there was light okay. in there. So there's light in both rooms. Okay. Yeah. Perfect. I can I fix that. So I turn the torch back on. Mm-hmm. Okay. So first up in the initiative, rolling a 27 using stealth is Mukta. Um, well, let's see. I'm already hidden behind this uh, dusty old leather so- uh, chair. I'm going to hold my action. I'm going to spend two actions to hold an attack action. For once that any enemy I see, I'm letting an arrow fly. Perfect. You got the arrow bow out and you're ready to go and waiting for your moment. Okay. New Lara. All right. So uh, with my trident, I am going, actually, I'm going to yell out to everyone at first. I'll let them know. We're gonna let. We're gonna make them. Uh, they're gonna. Fu- they're gonna funnel in. They're gonna funnel in. And then I open the door. So the interesting thing is, right? The door to open. You have a trident and a shield, and you have like no. Fa- but you can kick it. Like bam! If you want to like kick it open with an interact action, I'll totally yeah. allow it. Oh okay. man! Well, so one interact to ahead. open the door. It is an interact action, so that's one of your actions. Okay, and then. You need two actions to hold and uh, to hold, yep. right? It's two actions to hold a single action. They're gonna open this eventually. Okay, I'll <laughs> hold my two actions to attack the first person that gets in here. Got it. So the trident's just at the ready, and then the yeah, first thing that I'll comes stand in range my is. Ground. Yep. Okay. Did she say she wanted funnel cake? It's kind of hard no, to hear. We're going to funnel. We're going to funnel them. All right. Clovis. Hungry. I am going to delay. Okay. You're going to delay your turn. Okay. You just let me know when somebody's turn ends and you want to jump in. You say, I'm jumping in. Okay. Delaying the turn. Hal. Okay. Hal is going to smile at his friends and he's going to use a one action to do lingering composition on his inspire courage because that's what he does so it'll give me my right, performance I... check no natural one, one. No. that is a critical failure i'm going to use one of my hero points <laughs> hero, <laughs> point. hero point yeah, yeah, yeah. very good i cannot Let's have that music is terrible not much better but much better it's still, uh, it's not a critical failure anymore. Yep. So it's going to last one round. So you one guys can, can drag the Inspire Courage for one round to your tokens. And I'm going to move uh, down here. Uh-huh. 
and I will cast shield, and that's my turn. Okay. All right. This ghoul at the front door, seething with like rage and fury, uses an action to open the door, flings it open, and you see you fought a couple of these ghouls so far, right? So you're you're used to this. The look on their face and the the actual focus, you can tell there's something washed over these creatures that's giving them a like militant focus like the other ones did not have. And so this one, I'm gonna fucking die. the over emotional ghoul. <laughs> yeah. Second action, step into the hallway right in front of you, which will trigger your held action to stab mm-hmm. it with the trident. Yes, sir. And also my arrow. Mm-hmm. Can you see it? Yeah, you can see it. So also your arrow. Question. Uh, that's a... is, that con- is it considered flat-footed still or no? That's a good question, right? Well, it, it can't see you because you definitely are hidden from it. So it's uh, definitely flat-footed. Yeah. Right. 21 will hit. Okay, perfect. So that would be 13 points 13 of piercing points. damage. Oh. Okay, 13 uh, points from that. Yep, Mukta, your arrow looks like it's going to miss. Uh, you got two hero points. Uh, yeah, I'll use one. All right. Wow. Not much better. Mr. Thank, you, thank you for the follow. Oh, my God, 15. That's including Inspire Courage and everything, and then with Arthur Nulara kind of blocking. Nope, sorry. It misses, even with the arrow point. Mukta, you are shaking in your boots. <laughs> okay. I mean, I'm shooting through a door over Nulara through another door, so it's a little tricky. <laughs> it's true. It's not It's not entirely your fault. Okay, that was, that was your held action and Nulara, so that was the second action. Hits it, it immediately gets bloodied, and as you, like, stab into it, Nulara, the, the trident's, like, running through, and you're, like, like pulling through its, like, body, and, like, comes out of the side. And it leans into you and just bites at your neck. Okay. The 21? Uh, hits. Okay. So, five. Five damage. Okay. And I need you to make, you feel as its jaws bite into your neck, I need you to make a two fortitude saving throws, as a matter of fact. Uh, first one would be an 18. Okay, first one is a success. You can feel, like, the burning, like, muscle stiffness starting to, like, come on, and you, like, push it away, and you're not paralyzed. I just cracked my neck a little bit. Second one. Uh, 19. Perfect, <laughs> and you resist the other effects that are secret. Okay, and that's its turn. <laughs> Um, behind them, oh my God, I'm gonna fucking die. the snooty ghoul comes running into the room, and you actually watch as it's kind of surprisingly agile for what you would expect this creature. And Nulara, it's trying to do a tumble through action through you to get into the room behind you. So it needs to make it's a, an acrobatics check against your reflex DC, I believe. Okay. So it would be. No! 18! Okay, so then it, it uses this action to try to tumble through its ally and you, and you just, like, immediately get your, like, shield, like, right against it, pin it against the wall as it's, like, screaming, trying to push back. Trying to kick. And then, you know, it can't. Uh, so that action fails as it tries to get through. It's kind of bottlenecked here. So it actually does trigger an opportunity attack against you. You trigger yeah, reactions I'll take it, yeah, I'll, I'll take it with this 
is he within my range though? Well, he's trying to move through you, right? So in this moment where he's trying to pass through you and oh, you stop okay. him, he is in melee range. So shield and then another one like trident. Yeah. So he's technically like uh, 18. This 18, 18 will hit. Nice. Uh, that would be 13 points of piercing damage. Okay. Again, bloody this ghoul. Um, so I think what he does is you stab him, he stumbles back, and he looks like hurt and angry. And yeah. I think what he does next is he just like looks at you and he can't get in and he's angry, so he attempts to demoralize you. Oh, so my will save? It's going to be uh, intimidation against your will save. You don't speak undercommon, right? No. So you can't even understand him. Yeah, does so, he have intimidating glare? He, no, he does not. So he gets a minus four. So you rolled an eight. Plus, you have an extra plus one against fear effects, I believe. So in all of this to say, you are unfazed by this thing, Mular. Heck yeah. I crack my neck right. again, and then I smile. Yep, there's a third ghoul that tries to crowd into the hallway, and he's also going to attempt to uh, tumble his way through you, Nular. An 18? Uh, that's my DC, so he succeeds. So he beats it. Yeah, so he goes 5, 10, 15. So one gets past you, Nulara. I'm flat-footed. Yeah, so here's the thing, right? He's right behind you, and you are flat-footed against against him. Um, and you feel yourself, right? You're, you got the shield up. You're stabbing one. Another one crawls over the top. You leaps through the gap. It gets behind you, and you feel like, oh, God, he's going to – they got me surrounded. But um, he turns his head, like, past you, and he is focused into the next room. And he's, like, locked eyes with, like, Mukta, who's, like, behind the bow, like, with the bow behind the thing. So he's going to use a second move action to move away. Now, you've already used your reaction. Yeah. So he comes in here into the room, and uh, it's kind of surprised to see, like, Clovis there, because at this point he had no idea that Clovis (laughs) was even there. But he's already, like, focused in on Mukta, so he closes in to Mukta. You don't have opportunity to attack or anything, right, Clovis? No, I don't think you do. No. And with his third action... Wait, tumble through is only one action, right? I believe Tumble so. through is a single action, yeah. So he still has one action. So he is going to do a jaw strike against you, Mukta. Up and weave, Mukta. 16? Uh, Mukta definitely dodges out of the way. Very nice. So it's trying its hardest to get in on Mukta, and Mukta is like using the chair as the shield between him. Kind of have cover from the the, the, the chair, but that's its turn. Um, that leaves one last ghoul back here. Your favorite, the audience's favorite, Kinky Ghoul. Oh, he hasn't even gone yet. No, Kinky Ghoul has not, so... So actually, Kinky Ghoul's kind of screwed here. He moves up with one stride action, because that's all he can do. Because um, he can't actually get closer. And then with the second, he's going to do the tumble through. And he is also going to try to tumble through you, Niller. Okay. Okay, so this is going to be an acrobatics check. Needs to get an 18, gets a 23. Mm-hmm. Crawls right over the top of you, Nulara. Ah. And this one... This one's on a mission. He, he also walks right past you, Nulara, into this back oh, to room. to find Clovis. He looks around and then turns in the door. Like, you see this claw, Clovis? The claw goes in the door and it looks in. And this thing, like, locks eyes with you and just says, There you are. And, like, bares his teeth and tries to, like, square off against you. But that was three actions for him to get there, so he can't actually do anything. 
Clovis, would you like to take your turn at this point? You've been holding off your turn. This ghoul, the kinky okay. ghoul, with you can see he's got some residual acid burn on his face as he stares yep. into your soul. I get a little scared. I look at Mushi and uh, I point to him, and I am going to wild shape. Okay. So explain. This is the first time we've seen Clovis do this. So explain to us what this looks like. So Clovis, what is your I looked at Mocha. I'm oh, sorry. Shape look like. Well, as I go to transform, right? I touch myself, and you see me just do and go. A bear token just came. Okay. So where Clovis once. Good. Now stands Bear Clovis. So with Very that, cool. I'm going to take a jaw strike. I'm going to okay. take our jaw strike at the guy. And oh, yeah, because Wild Shape's a two action, so you still have one action. Perfect. Uh, so 16 is a hit. Let's go. 14 points of yeah. damage. You bite into this thing and... Like ragdoll its course as you lift it off the ground and start. Well, you're a bear, but you're still a medium-sized bear, right? You're not huge yet, so you're like a baby no, I'm not bear. Huge. But you're biting into this thing and just tearing at it, and it's like flesh tears away really easy, like paper mache under your teeth. And yeah, it's really hurt and it's bloodied. Ah, that roar. So this this one in the back, right? The one that's been chanting um, and like guiding the rest goes last in initiative. It steps, it's gonna, let's see. What's the range on this thing? Okay, yeah, so it's one action, it's gonna use one action to step as close as it can without, because it has nowhere else to go, like here. And then you watch as it begins chanting a spell, and it casts a second level harm spell. Or sorry, a two action harm spell. So it starts chanting and, and moving its hands, and you watch as this burst of like, negative energy flows in 30 feet all away from it and washes over all the ghouls, washes over you, Nulara, washes over, um, does it say it was blocked by anything? It just says, yeah, so it washes through the walls and everything. It just hits everything in 30 feet. So, nice. here's the 30 foot, this is the 30 foot cube that gets hit. Nulara and Clovis, can you make fortitude saving throws for me? Yes, sir. Uh, 20? Okay. Zero point. Yes. Yeah, that's a critical fail from Clovis. Yep, I am going to use a hero point. Hold out of the no. way. Still a fail. So, at least it's not uh, a critical fail, though. <laughs> it's not a critical fail. I don't know if that yeah. makes a difference here. I guess it does. It would be double damage double if you critically fail because it's a basic save. Okay, so here's the thing four points of negative energy washes out, and as it passes through the ghouls, each one of them are healed by the energy. Uh, let me delete the template. So, each one of these ghouls is healed for four points, including the one that's being bit by the bear. Now, Nulara. You're going to take half the damage, which is four reduced to two. But here's the thing. As 
this negative energy washes over you, there's a little close-up as the camera pans into your neck and you're wearing yes, this necklace, right? And yeah. the necklace glows and you watch as all the negative energy is like sucked into the amulet. And that gives you resistance five against damage from hard spells, so you take zero damage from this spell. I wink nice. at the ghoul. Wait, is that the kinky ghoul? Better be careful. <laughs> Question. Okay, there's square. Never mind. I see there's squares. I'm going to. Uh... All right. I am going to attempt to tumble through. Okay. Yes, you will. Make that acrobatics check. This thing's reflex. It's a uh, nine, so. Your target's a 19. You're stronger. 28. No problem. Nice. So how, what does it look like? How, how are you tumbling through this ghoul? I hook it with part of my uh, short bow, put its neck down, and literally back-to-back -back flip over it. Yes. Uh, Legolas style. Got it. Yes. Okay, so you go ahead and move. You can stride up to your speed with the tumble through. I mean, I assume I know it's where you're going to. Uh, acrobatics. Uh, okay, so that wasn't a critical success, but I'm not going very far anyway, so. Yeah, you were one off critical success, unfortunately. Yeah, but uh, it's all right. I'm not moving my full movement anyway. And uh, with uh, one hand, I will uh, pull out my rapier, mm -hmm. one yes. quick motion, and attack the ghoul in front of me. It is flat-footed because you are flanking with bear, Clovis. Clovis, that was quite amazing. All right, bear with me while I kill this guy. Oh. <laughs> Yikes. All right, flat-footed, rapier, let's dance. 18 is a hit. Nice. All right. Nice. 14 points of damage. So you like while Clovis is here, like biting and tearing it, you find an opening and you go right to where like the heart would be on this thing and pokes right through. And it's not beating, but like it's enough to like while you, what you see Clovis is like a rapier stick through like the like paper mache chest with a little heart, like a little black and shriveled up heart just on the end of it because you killed this thing. Nice. Nice. Let's go. Because I'm a bear, but I just grabbed the part off of the end of that rapier and I start eating it. Just start eating it. Okay. So uh, the body slumps harmlessly to the floor and Mukta, you still have one action. No, don't eat that. Don't put it down. Drop it. Drop it. Throws What's it on going ground. on over there? What do you have in your mouth? What do you have in your mouth? Uh, this one is not flat-footed against me, though, correct? The one. This one is not anymore, yeah. All right. Um, why not? Not like I can do anything else. I'm going to third action attack it. Oh, I just realized Kinky Ghoul died the way that he lived between two people. Getting stabbed. <laughs> Getting stabbed, yeah. That, too. 
Horror Kinky Goal never got his revenge against Clovis. <laughs> yep, so let's do this this third attack. This is at a minus four. Yes. Fail. But it's a... Ah, uh, yeah. That is a fail, unfortunately. And that, right, will, that, that will be my turn. That ends your turn. Uh, New Lara. Okay. Holding the line here. Holding the door. Heck yeah! I am going to tighten my grip harder around my trident, and then with a power attack, try to finish this ghoul right in front of me. Okay, go for it. Oh, come on. That would be 20 to hit. 20 hits. Perfect. Not uh, a power attack, so that is 19 points of piercing damage. Okay, so I think this one, you like take this, the tip of the trident, strike it out right into this thing's brain and like pierce it with that thrust and like you watch as like its eyes that go limp and its whole body just like completely like shuts down as it like tumbles to the ground immediately killed with that attack perfect and then for my third action i'm gonna raise my shield okay staring down at this you kill the over emotional ghoul so he's like <gasps> as he dies but then the snooty ghoul is like <sighs> whatever that's it. Uh, that's the end of my turn. Yes. You did a raise shield, right? Did you do the macro? I don't see the, the icon uh, in here. Yeah, I clicked it. There it goes. Oh, clicking it again. Perfect. All right. Um, how? All right. Uh, Hal will look around as his music fades, and he will belt out with his loot. Hold the line. da na na and he will do lingering composition with his inspire courage once again. Let's not crit fail this time. Yep. You got this. Oh, right there. He's gonna. He's gonna get a high roll now. Mm-hmm. Yay! Yeah. It was on a one that. for a second. Yes, it was. <laughs> that is a critical yeah, success. It was the line. So that means you guys get inspire courage for four rounds this time. Let's go. All right. Go ahead and drag that to your tokens. And sounds uh, really good, Hal. Then I will move and cast shield and end my turn. <laughs> Thank you. You are the Inspire Courage bot. Okay, ghouls get their turn. Oh, wow. Whoa. Look at that. Karate Kid has gifted five subs to our viewers. <laughs> That's awesome. Thank you, Karate Kid. Dalvin got a sub. Mr. Beatbop, Zangy, Criminal Matrix, and Mr. V. Welcome. Welcome to the... Oh, God, we need a name for our fans. We'll figure it out. <laughs> we'll figure it out. Welcome to the Rose Guard. Yeah, the new Rose Guard. these people. Uh, okay, so you guys all got your four-round uh, Inspire Courage. The ghouls get, get their turn. So there's only two left. So this one here that's already, like, honed in um, on... Uh, I think he, like, he, it looks, and he looks at Mukta, and there's, like, a little rat kind of guy in front of him, and he looks over, and there's, like, this larger bear in the corner, like, teeth snarling, and he looks back at the rat, and he goes, oh, yeah, and then he leans in to bite you, Mukta. So, jaw attack to start. Thirteen. Looks like my offering to the dice gods have worked. It misses. <laughs> So as you're like pushing its mouth like off you, it has like a, a hand kind of free and it's trying to rake you like across your belly. So let's see if its second attack makes a difference. Uh, that's a 23. Yeah, with a penalty? 
Even with the penalty, yeah, it, it was, uh, he rolled that, pretty high. That one. 17 plus. Okay. So with the claw, like, across your midsection, you do take three points of slashing damage. All right. But I'm going to need you to make two fortitude saving throws. Two of them. All right. First one's against the paralysis. Oh, so you feel as the... Well, I mean, you got a hero point, but you do fail the paralysis check. Uh, yeah, I think I'm going to use it. I don't like being paralyzed. Okay. Oh, interesting. Only, I guess, only the bite can inflict the second save effect. The claw doesn't. That is good to remind myself. Okay, so it's just one fortitude save. So you want to reroll it with your hero point? I do. Okay, so in that moment, you've... Oh, mm, sorry, that's worse. Nope. No! So as this thing slices like across you, uh, it begins to spread out from your belly outwards, and you go rigid, and you are now paralyzed. And that means yeah. you can't do... You can only, like, recall knowledge, and you are flat-footed to everything. You can see everything, but you can't move your body. Okay. And you get a save yeah. at the end of your turn against this effect. But with you now flat-footed, um, I guess it's going to continue to try. You, you, you can't talk, but you can feel it going like as it's like clawing your skin open and it like leans in with its mouth and it's like mold flesh for the cake as it begins to use its claw to try to flay more flesh off you. It's going to have a much higher like ch chance of failing at this, but let's see. Um, a 16? Misses. That's your 8. Nice. But you're flat-footed because you're if paralyzed. My, my AC is 20 normally. And so oh, now it's and it already is tech. Ah, already nice. Perfect. I looked at your thing it said 18, but I didn't realize it took the flat-footed because I guess paralyzed out of that automatically. That's awesome. It's so, so it's trying its best and it just, it, its claw gets stuck on some of the buckles in your armor and it can't quite get free. So it's like, oh, this is, this is embarrassing. Sorry, one second. And it's like yanking itself out. All right, back at the front, this one, the snooty ghoul is like, let me show you how it's done. And charges in. You failed to tumble And is going through. to, huh? It's not gonna tumble through, it's gonna take you on, Nulara. So it has a jaw attack against you. Uh, shield, blocking it with my shield. Okay, it's a 25. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it hits, but like you said, you're blocking with your shield. I also have aggressive block. That's a good point, yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, so it's going to do its damage. So that's only two points of damage. I take none. You take none. Your shield absorbs the blow. Um, I do... This is a weird kind of situation where it hits you... But it doesn't, I think because it doesn't get through your armor of your shield, I'm not going to make you roll the paralyzed effect because you're not actually taking damage from it. I think, I think in this case, it doesn't, the effect shouldn't apply because you didn't actually take damage. So aggressive block. So you, does that use your reaction? DM, uh, yes, that does use okay. my reaction. So that allows you to either, it, it has a choice, so it can be pushed back or it can be flat footed. Mm-hmm. I think it's going to choose to be pushed back out of the hallway. Okay. Uh, so it gets pushed back, and then um, it's looking kind of sheepish and kind of looks back over its shoulder, and it's being, like, commanded to, like, go back in. But uh, it doesn't really 
there's not really like anything it can do you know it's like it's like i'm not going back in there right i'm not going in there to die but it has it does have this righteous fury and vengeance and it really wants mm. all right because of its because of the situation and because you guys are going against its like temple and this like holy place it charges back in with reckless abandon right at you nulara but that's his third action very cool Clovis. All right. So the bear is going to move over here. So the bear's like, like stomping on the furniture and the chairs, the table like crashes under your like weight of your feet. That's but you get another corner. And so this guy's flat footed now, right? He is flat footed against you. Yes. Okay. And I'm going to take my jaw attack. Okay. That's a natural one. Uh, that is a critical failure. Point. That'll be That's my last cool. hero point. You're using your last hero point. Okay, reroll it. Save Mukta from Paralysis Feast. Yes. You got this. You got this, Clovis. You see, we used all of our natural 20s off stream. That was the problem. <laughs> 24 is a hit. Four. Actually, the thing is, also, this thing is not technically flat-footed because Mukta can't threaten it because he's paralyzed. Uh, but it's it still a hit. Do. No, yeah. He does 12 damage. Paralyzed. No, I'm so 12 bloodies it as you tear through with your first okay. attack. And I'll take a second attack. I'll do a bear claw. Bear claw. Okay, so this will be at the minus four. Yum. Sounds delicious. Yes, Rick. Uh, bear, <laughs> bear claw. Uh, bear claw. <laughs> I was like, what? Oh, oh, they're making me hungry now. So that's, you made uh, us hungry. To, yeah, that's my turn. All right. All right. The canker cultist out here. Last turn, used like the magical spell. Um, this one. So this one begins chanting another sort of spell and like making eye contact right with you, Nulara, as it begins like chanting these words that you don't understand, but still like swirl around your mind. And you can feel your body just feels like it's being flayed. Like you're wearing full armor, you look down, but you feel yourself being flayed here. So let's do uh, let's do a um, phantom pain. So you need to make a, a DC 20 will save. On Parasma. 15. 15 is a failure. Uh, I'm going to use a hero point. Hero point, okay. Uh-huh. Hero point payoff, come on. Nope, it did, did not. not. <laughs> okay, so Thank you, you are still, gonna... though, Dalvin. Yep, you're going to take, uh, let's see. Um, so it's, let's see. 2d4 mental damage. So that's five points of mental damage you take as you feel it's just being pained. Like you feel like you're being flayed, right? Um, and then secondly, uh, you are persistently taking 1d4 persistent damage. Mm-hmm. So let me add the persistent. Yeah, persistent damage at the end of your turn as you continue to feel like you're flayed. And you are sickened one. Okay. Second, so that means you have slightly yeah you get minus one to your checks your dcs you can't drink or eat anything if you spend an action to throw up you can try to save against the success and like not be sick anymore and then okay yeah 
it's like a loose you're, you're just like it's like you feel like you need to throw up even though there's nothing there okay um so that was it's two action spell and then um it doesn't have i think it just steps one step closer all right mukta you are paralyzed you can't move you can't take any physical actions so you can make mental checks, right? So you can do like some kind of recall knowledge in this situation to see if maybe you can think of anything that would help in this situation. That's about all you have. I'm thinking I do not want to be paralyzed anymore. <laughs> Why don't we say, for the hell of it, give me a recall knowledge, um, a religion check. Religion, all right. Um, you rack your brains at trying to come up with something that'll help you against these cultists, these ghouls, and nothing comes up. So, at the end of your turn, go ahead and make a DC 15 fortitude saving throw. All right. That is. Nope. Nope. Nah. Nope. Unfortunately, not. Uh... Okay. So, Mukta continues to be paralyzed. Uh, it wears off slowly over time, so the next turn it's going to be a slightly easier check on against the paralysis, but you are being held still. All right, Nulara. Uh, I'm going to try and shake this sickness off of me. Okay, so you... For you, like, my first action. Yep. So make a... Uh, fortitude? Yeah, fortitude save, yep. Uh, 19? No, it's a 20. What was it? Yeah, it's a 20. Mm. Can I try again? <laughs> you can. Okay. Come on. So, new large is like dry heaving in the hallway. 19 is again not enough. <laughs> Just dry. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so uh, for no. my third action, I'll just raise my shield. Okay. Mm hmm. So at the end of your turn, you take you're gonna take the um, the persistent damage, which mm -hmm. is three mental damage. Okay. Uh, make a DC just a flat check, a DC 15 flat check to see if the effects wear off. Okay, so at the end of the turn, it goes Where was off. That Let me see. Let me just go back and check the spell. Um, this is until like the spell ends. It says the target recovers from being sick in this persistent damage. Oh, so this isn't the kind of thing where you're on fire and it can go out on its own. You can only do it by retching. So, yeah, sorry. There is no flat check on this one. <laughs> sorry to raise your hopes and dash them down again. It's okay. I killed two of your ghouls already. That's good. Um, so that's the end of your turn, right, Nular? Mm-hmm. All right, Hal. You're safe, covered in shield. All right. Everyone's inspired. I will uh, use awesome an performance to move up here my friends and then i will take uh, a electric arc against the ghouls who are next to mukta and nulara yep 30 feet yeah if that if that's what it says it can do 19 reflex for both of them 19 reflex so it's a critical fail on the one against New Lara, so that's gonna be double damage. Yes. And the one against Mukta is also a fail, but not a critical fail. So 
the one fighting new Lara gets 16 points of damage because it critically failed. And so Nulara is like dry heaving, raising your shield. A lightning bolt like rips around you and just shocks this thing. Like, Ugh! and there's like the smell of like burnt flesh to kind of like just add to the nausea you're already feeling. Yeah. As this snooty ghoul is dead. Um, and then this one is going to take eight. Could um, be another plus oh, God, one. This, Four. Uh, it, it's it would be one right? more, huh? <laughs> yeah. So nine. So actually two more for that one. So that one's dead. This one here, it's like getting ready to feast on Mukta. It's flaying Mukta. The bear is getting through it. The lightning hits this one before arcing down the hallway. And this one also goes and drops down with his like hair, like singed. You killed both of them in one electric arc. Let's nice. go. Nice. Let's go. How? See, not hiding in the corner anymore. Wow. Oh. <laughs> okay. He's there when it counts. Uh-huh. Yeah. I will get real close to Mukta and look him in the eyes. Oh, he's okay. Everything That's is okay awesome. in here. And that is my turn. <laughs> 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 so that was an awesome. You get, two, you get two with one spell. That's so sweet. Oh, yep. Now we're back. Okay. You know what? All the ghouls are dead. Hero point. <clears throat> <laughs> yeah, you know what? I think that's that's valid, right? Coming yeah. out of this hallway, frying two with an electric arc, like that was awesome. Yeah, absolutely. I will give you a hair point if you describe exactly how how Hal conjures electricity. Okay, uh, Hal will move forward and he'll look at his new virtuoso loot. But what you don't see is that on the inlay of the loot there are lightning bolts, and they connect. Uh, to this, the steel strings, and he strums a flamenco, and then he points at the guys, and then the, you see the lightning fly through the air and then strike both of them. Nice. Yeah, take a hero point for that. That's what heroes do. All right, Clovis. That's my mayor. <laughs> yes. We'll talk about this later. It's interesting because, like, to target it, you technically have to see the creature. But I'll give it to you because it was an awesome moment. Why is there a bear here? Yeah, right. You, you, you haven't seen the bear okay. yet. So there's two doors, right? There's a, this door is closed still, or is it open? No, it's open. You can see it open. Yeah, it's open. All right, and yes, you can see it too. Jaw attack against that. Mm. All right, it. Uh, yes. What's your movement speed? Twenty-five. In this Still twenty-five. Oh, I thought it. No, no. What, yeah, what is your movement speed? Move. I don't actually know. Thought everything was my. Oh, it's thirty speed. feet of movement, but I think you have thirty feet of movement because you have the faster speed because you're you took extra movement speed, right? You have thirty feet of movement. Yeah, you can get exactly where you need to be. Perfect. That's exactly the amount of speed you need. That's your elvish nimbleness coming in handy. So 25 against this thing is a hit. The bear even has a little elvish blood in him. Okay, six points of damage against this thing. Reach out and take my claw attack. Um, 20 is a hit. Nice. Nice. Nine points. Tear in, you get a nice chunk of flesh. Still looks pretty sturdy. Nice. Lick my claw. Pause. Oh, that's all three reactions, that's right? <laughs> yep. Perfect. 
Um, this one, uh, he looks... So, uh, the first thing this one does is, like, it, it, it is, like, quite angry uh, and worried and looks around. You see its eyes, like, dart back down the hallway a bit. Um, it looks up at you. It raises its hands. And as it, like, flicks its hands out, a black line of darkness tendrils races right through Nulara and Clovis. So, he's going to use the Grim Tendrils mm. ability. Ooh. So, I need a fortitude save from... Uh, Nulara and for close. Mine. Natural 20! Natural 20. And this is the natural 20 against this same thing. It's the same effect as last time. Yeah. You're right. Uh, The same same as 20. So it's not as critical success for you, Clovis, but it is a success. But with the crit, it takes it one step higher for you, Nulara. So yes, this is absolutely 100%. You are unaffected by this again. Uh, Clovis, you're going to take half damage. Uh, oh, I, I never got rid of that four exploding. Sorry. Uh, so, Clovis, you're going to take five points of uh, negative damage. And it rips, oh, as the black tendrils rips through you, it opens up some of your flesh. You are now persistently bleeding. Ooh. So, you have a persistent bleed effect on you. And then with its third action, you see it looks down south, and it basically uses all 30 feet of its movement to move away from you. And you don't have opportunity attacks or anything. Does the bear Um, have an attack of opportunity? No. Does not, unfortunately. All right, that's his turn. Top of the round, Mukta. And for the blue light, guys. Fortitude save. Uh Mm -hmm. Mm Uh-huh. Aaron Burr! Aaron Burr! Sorry. <laughs> it, it goes down, so it's only at 14 now. 17, you shake off the effects at the end of your nice. turn. You are no longer paralyzed by this ghoulish effect. Yep, you're good. Okay. But I think that's at the, I think the save's at the end of your turn, so you still don't get a turn. Uh, Sorry. Tormukta. <laughs> Alright, Nulara... Okay, so I'm just gonna wipe the the shit that's on the sides of my mouth right now, and then I'm gonna go after uh, the okay. uh, the so, cultist. Do I see? Yep, okay. So one one stride action. Uh, so that's up. ten, but that's not my full movement yet. Right? No, you still got more movement. Okay, twenty-five. Okay. And, yeah, twenty-five, and then from here. I'm going to, yeah, I'm going to try and throw my trident at him. Oh, there we go. Okay, this is, now this is historically a good chance for... Nope, we're jinxing it, and I just had a natural 20. (laughs) And I'm sick. The chance of a natural 20 this time doesn't go down because you rolled a natural 20 last time. Okay. I don't know. Well, right. we did say we rolled six natural 20s. Chat, do you believe in the magical trident? Because I do. Get out of here with your math and logic, Steve. Bring it on. Bring it on. Get your crits ready. No. Okay. There's a 22. Uh, that's a power attack, though, so... Uh, that's a hit, you said? It is, yeah. 
Uh, 23 points of piercing damage. If the 23 points jabs, the trident slams in, the, the, the cultist screams, howls in pain. It's not down, but it's it's very, very hurt and very bloodied. As, like, the, the trident like, cuts across it, like, starts bleeding down its side as the trident clings to the floor right by its feet. I'll, I'll go shout, he's trying, he's trying to get to that blue light. What? <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. So, uh, yep. You oh, third. Uh, oh no. Yeah, that's all my. Yeah. Action. So because of that, you are going to take another one d four mental damage okay. from the persistent effect. Another four with an explosion. Thank you. Uh, four points of damage. Persistent damage within your turn. All right, Hal. Okay. Ish. Twenty five gets you right into the bear square. Yeah, your one movement doesn't get you outside. Yeah. You're not as fast as as L's, unfortunately. I'm going to move up okay. to the bear's area. Then I'm uh-huh. going to cast... Uh, I'm going to put the lights on the outside because I don't know if they can see it or not. As I hear them running away. So I'm going to put up some lights. Not a bad idea. New Lara can see because New Lara's got dark vision. But I don't know if the bear nope. can do it. So Right. One, two, no, three, perfect. Uh, that's and cash shield and I'm done nice okay very cool that's actually pretty good because Clovis is about to have a bad time so Clovis your turn step out I got her one stride okay Yep, you're 30 feet of movement again coming in clutch here, just enough to close the distance. And where it was previously pitch black for you, the lights of how begin dancing in the hallway, which give it the illumination you you need to see your target. Perfect. Uh, 19 is a hit. Yeah. It's like right at the edge of the light. Max vision damage. Max Let's go. damage, 18. Yeah. Uh, Clovis, how would you like to do this? Yeah. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Put my claws, my paws right on his shoulder, and I just bite his head, pull his head off, and spit it on the ground. Uh. The head goes rolling. The creature falls over dead. Does it and again? Yeah, yeah. Nilar is still still sickening. So like, yeah, focus dries. He falls down, right? Luka, You're I like spit the head out. I didn't eat it. I spit it out. <laughs> uh, Nulara is still like, uh, uh, like, like, kind of like, no, you have no weapon anymore, right? You're like choking up the, the, the sort of like standing pain. You still feel like you're being flayed around you guys, right? The sounds of this combat of this, like chanting the cult of the canker sort of for the queen, for the queen dies out back to that eerie silence that like permeates this whole lair as you guys are now like hyper aware. There are other creatures here that might be aware of your presence. Nulara, would you like to retch? Yes, please. You, you, you get three attempts at retching. <laughs> so make make your retch oh, attempt. Fortitude, right? Fortitude, yeah. DC 20 fortitude. Again with the 19, that's three in a row. This? If this is another 19, I... Oh, my it's less. It's a 16. Don't, don't, don't tempt fate here. I'm closing my eyes. Oh, wait. I guess... Oh wow! Oh. I'm really sick, you guys. Nalar's still dry heaving and taking wall. and taking um, 
taking more damage, uh, three more points of mental damage, Nulara. Uh, Clovis, you, you spin around, you're all happy because you've killed this thing, right? You look down, and you can see there's like a drip, drip, because you're still sliced from the black tendril. You're still bleeding as well. Oh, wow. Still dying. So technically, at the end of your turn... Yeah, do me a favor. Do, um, do a flat DC 15 check to see if the bleed goes away. You're going to take four more points of bleed damage. Um, and then and then you manage to, like, the wound kind of cover, covers itself up. So just four more points of damage for Clovis. So, yeah, so I think, like, at that moment, like, Mukta and Hal kind of come out into the hallway to see what's going on, right? And Nulara is just, like, on one knee, like, dry heaving, like, almost crying in pain because you feel like you're being... Like, all your skin is being taken away. And you start looking down, and it actually... You can see bits where your flesh is missing. I would like to use... Uh, I cannot use that. I got to wait 10 minutes, so I'm going to cast uh, a Soothe on her. Just to make sure. Okay. I'm going to cast Soothe, because I'm she's puking, and I don't want to get close. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So you can go ahead and roll the Soothe heal. Oh, uh, thank you. So you get healed for 11. Mukta, is there anything you're doing in this moment to help? Or are you just like watching from the distance? I rush out, bow in hand, ready to strike. There's a bear. There's a, there's a bear. <laughs> of course there's a bear. That's Clovis. <laughs> I, I go up to Clovis. Open. Open it. I look in his mouth, make sure he's not got, not got any dead creatures he's chewing on. And then that's the end of my turn. Yeah, yeah. So, Nulara, make me three more fortitude saves as you try to stop <laughs> stop the pain. It would be so funny if this is another fucking... This is how Nulara okay. dies. We're good. Yeah. We're good. Congratulations. The pain, the flay, like someone like it snaps out of it and you realize it was all illusionary. It was all in your mind. You're no longer sickened. And as well, you're no longer um, taking persistent damage. Congratulations on getting out of this alive now experience wise you guys get 120 experience this was a severe combat encounter in addition i'm going to give you a bonus 20 because they were under the effects of a, of a special thing called righteous fury because you guys were in this holy place which made them all more powerful than they would have been normally so take a total of 140 experience for that fight so that's 570 total. 570 yeah is that yep. what you guys are at? 570? Yep. And as a reminder to our viewers, we are doing quick leveling, which means 800 experience points instead of 1,000. So as as the combat kind of comes to an end, and um, as you guys, as Nulara stops retching and things return to silence, um, you realize you're still deep in the heart of this like enemy territory. Uh, although now your eyes drift off as your dancing lights kind of blink where they all came out of in that room. And it seems like for the moment, the restricted section is no longer under guard. The choice is yours, heroes. What is your next move? Mukta, uh, that uh, restricted area is open now. I don't hear nothing from it. Perhaps uh, we go take a look uh, while I play some beautiful music from inside the bathroom. Uh, I think it'd be better than staying in this hallway. Who knows what might come out next? That Lulara is and... true. Here, take some lights so as you can see. Wait, you're not. Go Yo, you meant that bathroom, right? Uh, when 
When could you start turning into a bear, Clovis? My, uh, that was my very first time. How did I do? I was scared as shit. Are you still a bear? No, I just turned out of it, so I'm talking. Oh, okay, yeah, sorry. I, I was actually just checking. Can yeah. you talk while you're a bear? Do you have? Do you just talk normal when you're a bear? No, I looked it up. It said no. Like, I thought it said what I read on it is I can't talk. Like, I can you know, obviously growl, make bear sound. Okay. Sound like Chewy. Can't talk. Got it. I can't do that. I'd do that. Yeah, I didn't see anything that specifically says you can't. It just says you get the animal trait. Maybe the animal um, trait means no talking. I don't know. I think, I think it was that thing you sent today. I read up on. Got it. So I have to okay. look a little bit more into it. Perfect. So, so how you send the lights, but then you went, did you go back to the bathroom? Really? How? I, I I went back to the bathroom, but I forgot uh, Mukta was in there, so I came back to uh, berate <laughs> him and him to be quiet because there's a lot of doors in here yes there are so as as you guys kind of step in and the lights dance in you can see in the restriction section right rows of bookshelf run the length of this room oh wait i think um uh, need the uh the mood music here we go rows of bookshelf run the length of this room although in places they've been damaged or tipped over the books that once sat on the ruined shelves appear to have been relocated onto other shelves. Several doors lead out of this room, but the double door to the north is the most impressive. It's made of stone, carved with a strange feminine shape, rising from the ghost-laced mist of a cemetery in an empty graveyard. So yeah, there's just tons of books scattered. Some are like on the floor open. Some are like, there's just broken bookshelves that are kind of, look like they're probably in the process of being repaired. And a couple of other bookshelves just stacked. I want to take a look around. Uh, Mokta, do you want to help me? Come here. Come next to me, friend. And uh, I will cast guidance on him and say, yeah. maybe you can find something. I'm not too worried. Uh, if you find some music, so please tell me. I will go around and investigate the room. Okay. Yeah. Give me that. There's really two actions. There's like searching and investigating. So searching is like looking for stuff and investigating is like trying to like use a recall knowledge ability to sort of understand maybe like some of the lore about what you're seeing or anything like that. Like you could do a religion investigation and see if there's anything religious about the scene. I'm more searching the room for anything useful, anything hidden. Okay. Yeah. Go ahead and make a perception check. All right, with guidance. And then, Hal, I assume you're refocusing because that's what you do in your downtime. I would like to yes. start strumming a little tune. Okay, and then um, Nulara and Clovis, what are you guys doing during this time? Um, also going to be refocusing. Okay, Clovis is refocusing. I'm going to walk around the room with uh, Borbo. Yeah, I was going to have shoulder. Borbo. Yeah. Right. So Borbo look is like really kind of nervous. You hear him kind of muttering to himself a lot, Nulara, and he's just like, "Oh, oh, I'm supposed to be here. I'm gonna get in trouble. We're not allowed to be here." What do you mean? Why? What's in here? This is this is the restricted section. I was never, ever, ever, ever allowed anywhere near, except for the one time I did, and my master took my finger. Took your finger off? Yeah. She asked, he asked me he asked me to deliver a book to the book lady down here and I did but I I didn't I didn't ask if it was okay and they took my finger 
It's okay. I deserved it. It was my fault. I should. I should have asked. I should have asked. No, no, you don't deserve your finger to be cut off. Don't say that. Huh. It's okay. They put a new one on me. A better one. A bigger one. Yeah, but your master also betrayed you at the end. So everything. <laughs> I am just sorry. starts crying. I Borbo. I'm I'm gonna lift him off of my shoulder and then put him yeah. like right in front of me. Actually mm-hmm. I'm gonna show him the uh, uh stone doors for a second. And then I'll ask is the book lady behind those doors? He kinda like sniffles and he says, Oh no, no. He says that way, that's she's even meaner than my master. I would not I would not want to go into that. That's the temple. That's where they. That's where they did their worship, the most. No, no. That's where. That's where Nazakarin lives. Nazakarin. Nazkazarin. Sorry. Nazkazarin. Gesundheit. <laughs> he's like, what? I can't sneeze. Uh, but yeah, this is like that's that's an angry, evil lady, like obsessed to a fault. Like, if she wanted to research a topic, let's say she wanted to research, uh, I don't know, torture effects on someone, well, guess who's volunteering for uh, that kind of work? And, and he starts crying again. And she's different from the, uh, I'll rub sh- soothing circles on his back. And that's, and she's different from the um, book lady? Yeah, yeah, yeah. book lady uh, behind you. Behind me. Her office is, is that way, and you kind of spin around, and he he lets you know like this door down here on the south, uh, the southwest side. Sorry, southeast side of the room. It's like that's he says that that's where her office is. That's where she spent most of her time. Mm. And so while while they're doing this, and Mukta, you're kind of going around the room and like looking. You give it a good like once over. You don't find any sort of like secret doors or anything that like jumps out at you boat like this door here to the south as you're listening you can hear conversation and it sounds like two ghouls are having a a debate about whether flesh like dead flesh ripened with violent fungi tastes better than naturally decaying meat and they're having a very astute very well argumentative debate of the merits of using the fungus to flavor your food or not uh, I do my best impression of Nulara. Huh. Huh. <laughs> and and then also, like, while you're listening to this, your eyes are on this bookshelf. There are definitely books in these shelves that are from Morley Ben's list, for sure. Like, this is like a treasure trove of, like, forbidden knowledge. And, like, a lot of the books that Morley Bent was super interested in can easily be found on these shelves. If you guys would take the time to do it. Ah, uh, Clovis, looks like we have uh, more books from Morlebin's list here. And also, it's also kind of just a library in general. So, like, if you were to, like, use this library as, like, a source of, like, doing a recall knowledge, like, if you need to know topics on, like, history, arcane, occult topics, or anything like that, you guys could spend some time in this library, and it would give you a bonus to your check. Because it's pretty, pretty well stocked. You get a plus two bonus for using this room if you are researching some of those topics. I'll uh, tell everyone to put my lips up. Shh. I hear, I also hear more uh, cool voices coming from this door here. Yeah, that's the door you hear the voices from. Borbo's telling you that this door 
on the other door in Nulara is where the book ladies lives. And then there's also a, a quiet door on the east. And on the north is like double stone door as like Mukta like listens in. It doesn't sound like anything's it's hard to hear through the stone, but it definitely sounds quieter than the south, that's for sure. When you say the book lady, is that the one that, that was the ghost that we killed? The book lady that Borbo's talking about is the lady that his master had a relationship with. He's, once he was down here, he, he he apologized to Nulara and said he thought it was that other lady. You know, he has a hard time telling non-goblinoids apart, but the one that you dealt with was not the book lady in question. That book lady lives here, and he's pointing at the ring he believes she used to stay at. So, ten minutes passes, and you guys refocus your focus points. Nulara. Mm. I, I have some more spells left uh, and uh, including I can continue to play the music for us should we at least try to go down here to the uh, the office or do you want to gather up the books that Mukta mentioned and go back to the bathroom or even better go back to the town we could bring back all the books I mean it's getting a little bit uh, heavy carrying all these that's true and we can come back here after an hour or so, uh, once you once we drop them up, and we have another five or six hours, and uh, maybe we can do what we need to do, and then go back for the evening. All right. Yeah, let's do that. I mean, it doesn't. You're right. It doesn't make sense to go down deeper with us carrying all this weight. Also, before we leave, I was wondering. I whisper all of this, by the way. Um, Borbo said that behind me is where the book lady is. And behind those stone doors at across from us is this other lady called... I'm going to fuck this up. Nat, what's her name? <laughs> Nakazarin. Nakazarin? Thank you. <laughs> Um, yeah, I've that pain. Uh, sorry. Um, yeah, apparently she's an obsessed lady who worship. Uh, she's just obsessed with worship, and I'm thinking that maybe she's the head honcho over these um, creatures that we've been fighting. So, if you're not a hundred percent, how? I I think we should get you and maybe Clovis to back to 100% before we even get further in. It is up to you. I mean, is maybe perhaps that is the place where all the other ghouls are coming from? I do not know. I don't want to uh, run in there when there are like 15 of them. I, maybe I Mocha the can floor. take a look. You can just lightning bolt them all, right, Hal? I, I mean, I could. I, I could spark <laughs> at them and, you know, strum the loot, the light loot of lightning and, and kills them all, but who knows? But what what happens then if there's a whole bunch of them? I mean, she might be there by herself. But we don't have a lot of time. Remember uh, the about what uh, Morley said: twenty-eight more days. Uh, depending yeah. on if it's a blue moon or not. Get it? Get it? Blue moon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I do still want to camp here, though. We might. Yeah, I, I still want to camp here. Okay. So Mukta cleans out yeah. the chamber pot in the other room, but I want to no. go back. He doesn't do that? I'm not staying in that room. No, 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 Hal. I mean, like, camp. 
you know, we're gonna pick the dungiest, the the you know no. the darkest area in here. No. Yes, we will. No, you have to experience these things. You're you're an adventurer now. I don't know about that. We can always it's... just walk back. I can understand if we traveled out into the woods and there was no way to go back to where there is nice, comfortable and down bedding and pillows and hey, I mean. For crying out loud, that we get two places and they offer it for free, along with the food. I mean, how much better can that be? Of course, me playing the music for the people, but I mean, really. Counterpoint. Sorry, Nulara, I have to say it. You know how, you know who probably never has to go camping? Besides mm. me? Who's that? The mayor. Mm. Oh? I mean, of course, someone, uh, uh, you know, someone of... Uh, that kind of importance, that office, that respect. Of course, he would never have to go camping. I mean, people wait on him uh, hand and foot, so. Uh, so do you mean that the place that we went to when the, the party was like, not really the Menhem Manor, but more of the Mayor Manor? That's where the Mayor stays? Well, I mean, they got that manor by being in charge, right? I mean. And the Mayor is in charge, right? Whoever's in charge can build their own manner, I suppose. A better manner. One to impress the, even the most, um, impress any girl and even the most, uh, unwilling fathers, I suppose. Yeah, that would be something, because Caroline's father wanted me to make something of myself before I came back for Caroline. And if I was uh, living in a big house like that, um, how do you think I could live in that house? We kick them out? We, like, we're kicking the goals out of the dungeon? Or... I mean, we do that, then Nulara can get the magic sword. Hal, my God, Hal, you're a, you're a genius. You're a genius. I can't believe you thought of that. Of course, if you were mayor, you would be able to have your manor and press Caroline. See, this is why you're the brains of this operation, Hal. Hmm. Well, I don't want to stay down here. I want to stay back in the uh, town. Maybe we can get a closer look. I can ask Silang, the mayor's daughter, what was her name again? I forget. Her name is not Caroline, of course, but I could ask Dor for a tour. Dor um, Doriana. Yeah, Doriana. I can ask for a tour from Doriana. Maybe we take a look around. I take a look around. Well, let me ask, is Hal not good with names or is Rick not good with names? Uh, it is in uh, my notes, but uh, I can only read yeah, the okay. music. Well, so. Hal would know it's Doriana. <laughs> yeah. I imagine you have it like a five names. Alarmity is awesome. Like, he would yeah, know. I, I didn't want to like step on your bit if you just don't remember anyone's name as in character. Yeah. That's fine. So uh, you want to stay here? I don't want to go in the temple. I, I think maybe we go in the door uh, and I point to the main librarian lady office down here. We could probably get through one or two, but I don't want them coming out of the main temple if there's like a whole horde of them, if there are Templars in the temple, you know. We also we also don't know whatever this canker is that they keep telling that we're going to be uh, offered to. Uh, that is it true. like a sore. Maybe it's a giant sore monster? <laughs> like pus yes. oozing from its... Uh, spoils and it's red skin dripping blood and you know all that good stuff all that bad stuff yeah okay Maybe. what you tell us Nilara what would you like to do honestly right now all I'm thinking of is that Borbo has given us the end of his deal 
and it's time for us or at least me to you know honor my end um so maybe before we go up i don't know borbo just carrying you around is giving me so much guilt Oh. Like well, I'm swinging my nice. trident. I'm I'm swinging my trident. I'm getting sick. There's black tendrils g- coming after me, and then you're just there. I mean, he did almost kill me. Does, does, does no one else remember this? I remember. Look, I it was a different form. <laughs> yeah, you know what? Foreclosure, though, Borbo. We you have to sincerely apologize to Mukta. He drowned at it in a. What did What did Borbo do that was so bad? You almost killed him. Okay, well, almost. I've killed lots of people. Almost killing shouldn't be something that I have to apologize for. Orbo, I'm already having a little bit of compassion towards you. If you don't sincerely apologize to Mokta right now for almost killing him. I mean, I kind of see where he's coming from. (laughs) I mean... Almost stealing something isn't stealing it, so you know. Right? You get it. You get it. But no. Look, if, that, if this is gonna make it, fine. I'll apologize. Where? Where is he? Can you? Can you point me towards no, him? No. Sincerely. Okay. There. That's Mukta. Mukta. I'm so sorry that I tried to. I'll shake him. Okay. <laughs> Mukta. I'm sorry that my master gave me the command to protect that place at all costs, and I had no choice other than to defend it. Is that is that that could I I wish he hadn't made me do it to you. Does that count? That kind of counts. Yeah, don't worry. How do you feel? I'm not gonna speak for you, Mokta. Don't worry about it. You wouldn't be the first person that almost killed me. You wouldn't even be so, the first. You wouldn't even be my first friend that's almost killed me. <laughs> he's like, I feel like me and you have a lot in common, Mukta. And so maybe you could just tell the nice lady to go ahead and free me, and then I can just, you know, be done with this horror that has lasted for centuries upon centuries upon centuries. Sure thing. High five. Oh, sorry. Oh, he begins crying again. No tears or anything, but just like <laughs> he's he's oh, very horrible. pathetic. Well, after this, we we might meet up with the book lady. Is there anything from you that you want us to say to her, like a quick fuck you or something? I mean, no. Out of all the people that I had to deal with in my line of work and all the people that treated me terrible, she was probably the only one that ever showed me any ounce of compassion. She would give me a little bit of extra food and drink, and she would hit me a little bit less hard than everyone else would. And, you know, as long as I would tell her everything about my master, she would treat me pretty decent. Like, you know, seven lashings instead of eight. You know how drow are. It's 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 in their nature. It's racist. Well, how many drow do you drow do you know? As far as drow goes, she's pretty top shelf. Well, I can't promise that the afterlife is going to bring you more peace. That's not up to me. But you'll be meeting uh, you'll be meeting someone that's keen on giving second chances and. I hope she... No, she chooses right. 
Well, it was nice meeting you, Borbo. It was nice meeting you, Nulara and Mukta and the other people whose names I never bothered to learn. I apologize. Especially you, the plant creature hiding in the back. I'll miss you most of all. Yeah. Good luck on your journey. And then I pull the gem out. And as soon as you pull it out, the doll goes like lifeless. It's just a like a rag doll. I look at the gem really quick. Good luck. And then I smash it on the floor. Give me a, give me like an athletics check. I, I'm just imagining like I threw it on the ground. Yeah. Just a slow mo of Nilara throwing the gem. Uh, twenty-three. That's reasonable. Up and hits her in the head. Oh yeah, look at that. So here's what happens. You slam the gem on the ground. It's a very hard throw. You know, there's probably hammers and tools that could use, but you just chuck it at the ground with enough force that it hits and there's like a crack that forms in the middle. And then as it like cracks, you feel like an explosion of shadow that like envelops the whole room. And for just a second, everything in this room goes completely dark and wrapped in shroud and all the dancing lights go out and then come back as the room, the whole perimeter of this room looks to be wreathed in shadow. And you all feel a presence here that is unfamiliar to most of you, but not to you, Nulara. This is a presence you have felt plenty. And you feel a warm embrace on your shoulders and almost feel like something's leaning into your, like, ear to whisper to you. None of the rest of you can see or feel this. Only Nulara. You guys do sense all the shadows. And And it says... Thank you for your compassion and your service. You have done well. Take this. And you feel like a kiss on the back of your neck. And then instantly the rest of the shadows like recede out of the room under all the doors. The lights come back on and uh, everything is back to normal. So you have gotten a um, sort of uh, reward from Phrasma directly for freeing the soul and for your act of compassion she gives you um, a momentary prophetic glimpse of your fate so mechanically what this means is you get plus a plus two status bonus to a single check that you make which you can apply even after you see your roll and determine if you want to add the plus two and you have one month to use this this prophetic Spoon, and that's a reward from Phrasma for freeing the soul. It's one month game time or real time? One month game time. <laughs> wow! So, yeah, one month game time. So, you know, we are on the 27th of Faras, so you have until the 27th of Gazran to use this. And so everyone saw the shadows, like, do this weird thing and blink out the lights and disappear, but nobody else saw or felt the, like, embrace that you got, Nular. That was for you privately. I actually kind of, like, roll my shoulders a little bit, unsure how I feel about that embrace, but still grateful for the boom. All right, whoever has has that gem can now delete it from their inventory. Yeah, I have it. And so, yeah, so there is this weird shadows. You all see this, and then, um, again, it's quiet, and then your eyes kind of, like, look to the door where you know Borbo says the book lady is, is waiting on just the other side. Well, that's what he says. And what do you do next? When Did no you... one is looking, Mukta's going to try to quietly maybe uh, 
take the doll. <laughs> yeah, you just want to like take the doll. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, let's do a thievery check to see if you're trying to do it without anyone noticing. You can do it against everyone's perception yeah. DC. Oh. Not the the best. Um, you beat you beat Nulara. You beat Hal. You uh, you meet their perception, but you do not beat um, Clovis. Clovis is the sole person that sees you steal the doll. So when everyone's eyes are averted, Mukta like scoops up the doll, and Clovis, you're watching this, and you see he's trying to secretly take this doll, and you are aware that he's doing this. What would you like to do in that moment? You can let it go. You can say something. Like what do you do? Just looks at Mukta and just kind of smiles. So there's a knowing smile for Clovis. He lets him know he sees it, but he's okay with it. I smile. <laughs> I just give a, a tight smile nod back. She was kind of a little blushing that he saw me. What would your mother say if she knew you were taking creepy dolls? Ah, well, this wouldn't be the first time I did not listen to my mother, but... <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's true. That's why he almost died. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, All right. So, what's next, guys? <laughs> Do you want us to come up first or check this book lady out? I mean, if it is up to me, I want to go back to the town, but there are three of you and just one of me. So, if you all want to go through these doors to the bottom, I'm all for it. I will play some music and you guys will kick the ass. Hell, 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 hell. My friend. Think of, what is it, Carolina, Carolina, Caroline? Caroline. Caroline, right. Mm-hmm. You want to impress her, yes? You want uh, to of course. win her over? Her father, my win, win, win her hand? Yes. Start a family, make money, little no. ones? No. No. <laughs> oh, oh, sorry. Well, uh, either way, win her hand. You have to start believing in yourself, huh? Take charge. That's what a male would do. That's what a hero would do. That's what you would do, Hal. I'm still not uh, going up front. <laughs> so, then what's your marching order, guys? I'm going to be in front. And what actions are you taking? I'm going to defend. Defend for Nulara. Avoid notice. Avoid notice for Mukta. Sustain the lights for Hal? Yep. And then Clovis, that leaves you. What is your exploration activity? I think I'm going to go with uh, notice. Avoid notice? notice. Okay. Very good. So, uh, yep, you guys can go ahead and move up to that door uh, with Nulara Shield at the ready leading the way. I thought we were going to go up. Oh, were you going up? I thought you were going to the book room, no? Uh... Sorry, I I misread that situation then. Yeah. Yeah. Because I was saying I'm three voted out, voted three to one. I thought that no. meant what you were going to Yeah, the way, the way um, Bree said that, Nalara, I thought we were going in, too. Uh, oh. Let's well, go out. How about, uh, how about if we grab uh, some more bulk yeah, the books? books? I can grab another bulk. I don't know if anybody else can grab some stuff. Let's grab it on the way out. Yeah, there's I'll more grab. books here. There's lots of books in this room that's on your list. How much I can carry, how many more? If you guys would like to. You guys can spend the next, like, 10, 15 minutes looking for titles. So you can all give me um, perception checks as you look for titles, if that's what you want to do for this exploration phase. Yeah, that's what I'll do. Okay. Everyone go ahead and give me it. Wow. 
Wow. So, <laughs> poor Nular. <laughs> I actually <laughs> want to look. She's mad because she's got to go up. She's like, God damn, I want to look for. I'll leave no, them. I'm not. Look look for the books for Morlevent. I want to actually look for anything maybe about the Gauntlet or uh, Belcora herself. Okay, so something more specific to the, like, mysteries of this place, right? Yes. Sure. Give me a, uh, a perception check. So, Nulara, you spend this time, you're looking through all of this, you find no titles that match. I don't know. There's nothing in here. I don't... <laughs> It doesn't help that you don't speak a lot of languages, and these books are not yeah, no, common, you know? Hal is able to find one bulk worth of book, and Clovis is able to find two bulk worth of book in this search. So in total, it's three bulk you guys have access to from this activity. I'm going to use uh, the hero point Nulara gave me. Okay. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, you're you have a plus for... two, though, to your check, because we're in the library. Well, if you're, if you're researching a topic... It would take a longer than like a, a ten minute use for that plus two. You know, that's like sit down and like spend some downtime like researching something. So yeah, you look and you do a pretty thorough investigation and look, but um, unfortunately, nothing jumps out of those topics. Almost as if maybe they were pruned, like that knowledge is pruned and maybe more hidden. Um. So yeah. So that's three bulk worth of book. I don't know how you guys want to distribute the three bulk. Um, I think I can take one bulk. Maybe. You take, uh, can somebody take a bulk? I can, I can take, take one. Take a bulk. Yeah, I can take one. Okay, so Mukta, you can just you have, but you have one already, so you can just increase yeah. your your inventory. And then I think Clovis already has some in his inventory, right? I have yeah. three. And then Nular bulk already has three, so you can just add another yeah. bulk if you want. Yeah. Yeah. No, this is me adding it, so I'm carrying a total of three. Three total. Okay. Mm-hmm. So that's one to Mukta, one to Globus, one to Nular. That's all three books that you find. So as you guys are doing that, you guys are looking for books. Right, like, basically right down this door as you're searching. The door, like, flings open. And there's two cultists, like, talking to each other. And one is, like, you hear, like, Mukta, like, you've convinced me, man. I gotta try this violet fungi. And in that moment, you guys are all freezing as you're, like, stuffing books in your bag. And you look up. Um, they seem kind of distracted by their conversation. But I need everyone to go ahead and roll initiative here. Oh, shit. Now, these guys are taking a minus two penalty for being distracted in conversation. So they get a minus two on their perception um, initiative rolls. So I would take it that I'm not avoiding notice here. Nope. You, in this case, you were not avoiding notice because you were you were searching for books. Yes, that's fine. My bad. The lights are not the... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Jeez, I'm terribly right now. So they get a minus two, but they still roll pretty good. Mm-hmm. I guess you guys are more distracted. I rolled a uh, 18. No, sorry. Yeah, I rolled an 18. I forgot to click my... Uh, okay. I just rolled, rolled perception, so... <laughs> Perfect, yeah. So it was an 18. Uh, so, you know, you're still going to go after them. So the door opens. You guys are stuffing books in your bags, and everyone's, like, like not ready for this. And... And uh, they, like, open the door. They look back. Yeah, I'll try the violet fungi. Turn around. And as you're stuffing books, they go, what the hell? And then they, like, flare up in anger. And you can see these are two of the bigger, tougher, heavier blue robe people that definitely have been more challenging for you guys. And we are starting combat. Oh, shit. Okay. Let's do this. 
This one uh, looks like looks out the door, and we see Bukta and Nulara right in front. Looks back and forth between the two, and says, "I got the one on the left. You get the one on the right." Reaches his hand up um, and casts a Phantom Pain spell on you, Mukta. So, Mukta, I need you to make a DC 20 will save. Also, Mukta, you took the extra hero point that Nilara gave you. That was the one you just used. Yep. Okay. So you're back uh-huh. down. Okay. So, uh, so you fail. Uh, so I you're gonna take above a ten, I think, for this fast. Four points of mental damage. Danger dice. And, and much like the last, much like Nulara, you feel this pain hitting your brain, and you can just feel the strips of flesh being torn from your body, like you are being flayed alive. Um, you also are going to take, you are, you get the sickened condition. So you now have uh, persistent damage until you retch, as well as the sickened condition. Okay. Um, and then after he casts that, he uh, steps one like step in front of Mukta. All right, and that leaves the second one who steps um, right into the doorway here with his step action, looks at Nulara, reaches his hand up, and cat, like casts a spell, and a, a green beam of light comes oh. from its outstretched fingers and washes over you. So this is a ray of enfeeblement. So oh. it's going to make an attack roll. <laughs> That's a, a critical hit. Okay. So what that means this is, is like the D&D roll, net, if it uh, succeeds, you're going to have one less one less level of success on your save because you got a crit. So, make a fortitude saving throw, Nular. Fortitude. Come on. 26? Not bad. So you go from a success, but because he crit, it drops it to a failure. Okay. Uh, so you, you become um, enfeebled two. Okay. So you feel weaker. Yeah, so it's like the D&D ray of enfeeblement. Mm. Except for it actually adds mm-hmm. the actual enfeebled condition. Um, there you go. So you are enfeebled to... Ooh. I think that just means you have like a minus two on anything strength-based. Because you're weak. Uh, but I that's their turn. get out of it? Okay. Let's see. Yeah, it doesn't look like it. Damn. Mukta. Alright, do I have to do anything for this spell? Uh, you are being flayed, so you can try to retch get rid of the effects it takes an action to retch sure i'm going to try to retch <laughs> okay make a fortitude saving throw fortitude. Right. show nulara how it's done oh that's so cute uh Sorry, a 16 is not success. So you're like, you're like trying to like get rid of this like mental image, this pain is causing you to like wretch as you watch yourself being flayed. Doesn't doesn't shake it. All right, I will uh, I will stride. So these are like these things are actually tall bookshelves, so you can't stride through the bookshelves. All right. So... I probably should have drawn like lines that like denote that they're um blocking line of sight, but there's like missing books in the middle, so you can kind of see that. Alright, let's see here. Then I would... Can I go here? Sure. That's 25 feet moving. That's 30. 30, yep, because I do not have anything in my hands at the moment, or don't have any weapons in my hands. Yep, so you go on all fours and start running. Scuttling. 
any attacks? Nope. I quickly pull out my short bow and attack the one that attacked me. Yep, go for it. It's not flat-footed. No, it is not. That's a hit. Alright. Wow. One no. He like yanks the like arrow at his but a flesh wound and throws it on the ground. That's my turn. Awesome. Alright, Al. Uh, I will do what Al does and I will do lingering composition and inspire courage. My performance is I was not impressed by your performance. Let's hit another crit. Okay, that's a success. So three rounds. Alright. Three rounds, and I will also do the electric arc. Yes. Okay. DC 19 reflex to both of those guys. Yep, within 30 feet. Uh they one succeeds and one fails. So Ten. the one in the front succeeds and takes half, and the one in the back fails and takes the full ten. And the lightning courses through both of them. Okay, in this moment, Kar- Karate Kid has given Nulara a hero point. <laughs> yes. So, yes. Thank you, hero point, Nulara. Clovis, Thanks. it is your turn. Thank you, Mr. Karate Kid. Oh, Clovis is... Go back behind the bookshelf. And CJ has donated 4,000 in total to our Battle Royale one shot. So we're hey. now 25% of the way there. Hey, thank you. Thank you. Clovis looks up in the air, points up, claps his hands together, and he is going to cast yes. Sudden Bolt. Yes. Which target? Uh. I will do it on this guy right here. Okay, so that's a uh, reflex save. It's a success, Damn so it's it. still going to take half damage. 4d12. Ooh! Damn! So 26 halved to 13. So the lightning you watch is like in this middle of this room out of nowhere this like storm cloud sort of like swirls above its head and there's a quick like flashback to like Clovis in like the glade with the little druid teaching him how to cast it and he's like you must tap into that anger Clovis I know what's inside of you and then we cut back here to this scene and there's a close up of Clovis just unleashing a lightning fury right on this target like He's channeling his inner bear. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Alright, very strong. And then you still got one more action, I believe. No, I uh, strided behind the bush. Oh, you strided. Okay. Perfect. Uh, Nular, it is your turn. Okay, I'm starting to get frustrated because these cultists keep trying to get me sick. So for my first action, I'm going to take a step. Okay. My second action, I'm going to close this door. Right in his face. Nice. <laughs> oh, that is awesome. Uh-huh. Like, okay. And then for my third action, I'm gonna attack this cultist with my trident. That is. I'm, I'm, see, I'm per, I want to be a stickler and say you probably don't have your trident drawn, but in this awesome moment, I'm gonna let it slide. So oh, you interact okay. to close the door and draw your trident in one awesome motion. Yeah. 
Let's uh, try to focus fire on this cultist right here, guys, and then I take my hit. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, 20? Even fighting through your enfeeblement, you managed to connect. Yes, so that would be... Uh, nine points of damage. Freaking enfeebled. Okay. Yeah, that's minus two to your damage roll. Uh, and then that's so my you, turn. Yep, you pierce it, and it's it's looking rough, guys. Oh, nice. It's not down, though. All right, speaking of, this is their turn. So this one, this guy is going to... Uh, he reach, His hand starts glowing again, Nulara. And... Uh, his hand glows with dark energy, much like this one before you, and he reaches out to cast this chill touch spell on you. But it is a manipulated action, which does trigger your opportunity attack that he doesn't know you have. So if you want to, again, in yes, the flashback please. scenario, try to interrupt this, go ahead. Oh, how dare you. Well, back to get 27. Uh, that hits. Okay. Kill it. Uh, for 12 points of piercing damage. So his, like, negative necrotic energies in his hand reaches out for you, and in one motion, you, like, dodge it and bring the trident, like, up and, like, yeah, sever the hand off that, like, falls through the air, and as he's screaming in pain, a second blow just, like, silences him, and he drops dead. Nice. And then I'm gonna, I know, just for flavor, I'm gonna try and put my weight on the door a little bit. Yeah. You're like, uh, uh, uh. like, I'm gonna make him work for that. But what yeah. you don't remember is the door opens the other way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then I like, fall. You're gonna be like, hello. <laughs> oh no. Yeah, if you had if you had actually used a physical action to hold it closed, then I think that would have that would actually more than just flavor, it would probably be a good oh, thing to do, okay. right? You know what Next I mean? Like I think that's that's yeah, that's, yeah I think that's actually viable. Um, there's no, I don't think there's a rule that says what happens if someone holds the door closed, but maybe there is. I'll look that up. You know, so, talk about it. From the, from the other side of the door, you oh, hear no. it basically yelling like some words that. Uh, oh, does that? I don't understand. <laughs> yeah, he has. It says linguistic. He has to be able to understand. So let me see. Oh, okay. So he shouts this in common. He does speak common. They speak common. They're just not their favorite. So in common, it just says like, uh, "Drop your weapon." And he's gonna make use me. Well, oh shit! He does. He is by using command. So make, <laughs> make that will save. That's like, I have here. Donated one thousand one hundred forty-six oh, points thank for a one-shot challenge. Thank you. Amber. The hero point. Hero point. Oh, okay. Let's use the hero point. Twenty-five. Uh, That's a success. So you make managed me. to resist the effects of the spell being forced on you. I'm out of hero points. Thank you, Mokta! <laughs> yep, and that's that's all you hear. You hear him basically telling you to do that, and then um, that's that's his turn. Mukta. He's behind the door. <laughs> uh, Alright, I'm going to... Um... I don't think we did the persistent damage on you last turn, but I'll remember it for this turn. That's fine. Uh, no, we didn't. That's fine. Oh, no. Uh, it was the same... Oh, no, we didn't. Uh, let's see. I'm going to... Stra uh, 
damn it, two actions. Uh, I'm just going to... I can't really hide here, can I? There are lots of bookshelves and high things to hide behind. There is. Like, every one of these bookshelves we've already said, you can't walk through them because it's a barrier, so that is ways to hide. But I want to uh, spend two... Are you going to try to hold the door? Or... I mean, it's up... <laughs> it's up to you guys. We can also just leave. Uh, I think we should kill him before he alerts anyone else. Okay, um, then. I'm, yeah. Are you agreeable? Yes. I think I think we should uh, take care of him. Uh, I didn't see any extra, so I think you should open the door and let me charge in after all three of you. You're going to charge. I'm going to be right behind you, Hal. Right in front of me. That sounds like a plan. Okay. Just like a leader, see? Speaking like a leader. All right. What I'm going to do, stride over here and hold a quick draw for when uh, yeah, he is within both. he's within range of me. Mm -hmm. Or no, actually, I'll just hold the bow shot for when she yeah. opens the door. I think because you can hold an action and your quick draw says, you know, anytime you attack, you can draw the weapon. It's a kind of holding both, right? Yeah. Yeah. So either way you want to do it, that's cool with me. All right. Oh, with the ready, or just ready to do like a, a wild attack. west, like quick attack, right? Yeah. yeah, either way. Okay. Um, at the end of your turn, uh, you uh, feel sickened, and you're going to take 1d4 mental damage as you continue to be flayed. Uh, two okay. points of mental damage. All right. Uh, huh. Huh. <laughs> Al? Okay, I will uh, sustain the lights, and uh, I will move them a little bit. Mm -hmm. We can see them. Uh, I'm going to put one right on Mukta. He loves that. And uh, so sustain, I have two actions. Put away my loot. Oh my gosh, and I'm going to yes. draw I think my I was assuming, Yeah, it's just like yes. a, a guitar wrap. You can go and it's hanging Please. on your bandolier, right? Yep. Let's go, Hal! And you got your sling ready? Now, this sling yep. is almost as epic as Nular's trident. Uh, it's also responsible for many for uh, natural 20 kills. Two for two, yeah? Let's go, so Hal! This will be the new weapon, so you got the sling ready. Wait, okay. what's going on? Why, why is he putting the loot away? He's a sniper! He's a sniper! <laughs> Believe in it! Clovis, it's your turn. <laughs> the first thing I'm doing, I'm just gonna hide behind the bookshelf. Okay. Go ahead and, and give uh, me this. You're like, you're, you're trying to actually stealth? Yes. Okay, give me a stealth check. Okay. And then, um, I do recall knowledge. I want to see if this guy is undead. Okay. Make a religion check for me. So recall knowledge religion. You're not entirely sure. You feel like there's a pretty good chance, but you're not 100% sure, but maybe they're not because they're kind of talking and they kind of have thoughts. But maybe, yeah, it's hard to get a read. You don't get any information that. Only two actions. Could I roll that again? Uh, kind of do another religion check? You can. Just, every time you, you try, the, 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 the bar goes higher to recall different knowledge. So you can make another one. It's just the DC is going to go up. So go 
side. Yep. Oh. I'm going the opposite way. And the, so the right. second one, you're like, I'm not sure. Dig, dig. Uh. No, 100% these are not undead. Undead would not be able to talk and walk and speak like these do. That doesn't make sense. Okay. Uh, Nular. Um, my first action, I'm gonna open the door. Okay. You open the door and you see the cultist like back in the room, like in like almost like a hunched over battle ready stance. He left. Coward, I say. And then. I feel like this is gonna be an ambush. Um, I look behind me to all my friends, and then I say, watch my back, and then I stride in. Yep. And so, basically, looking at everyone else's tokens and the way the lights are positioned with the door opening and stuff, like, Nulara charges in the darkness that nobody else can see into. I'll just scream really loud as I throw down my trident at this guy. I don't like being told what to do. Bam. Yeah, and moved it. You're holding your attacks for when you can see it, but like you can't see it either. Uh, nope. 23. Uh, 23 will hit. Okay. Uh, that Tumble be... in the darkness as Nulara fights against the thing in pitch. Ooh, that's not a great damage roll. No, not at all. Of okay. piercing damage. And then, um, so first action, open the door. Yeah, that's my turn. Stride. Yep. Okay. Uh, top of the round, this guy gets his turn. Um, oh, wait, doesn't he go, don't I go after him, or? Oh, you went oh, last. Never mind, never mind, never mind, never mind, never mind. I'm gonna die. Not a lot of great things for him to do. So he's going to... Oh, here's the funny thing. He doesn't know that you're combat capable because you closed the door right before you murdered his friend. So he's not aware of how, like, combat capable. So, again, he begins casting a spell with his hands to reach out and touch you, triggering your opportunity attack because he's not aware mm -hmm. that you're this combat capable. I'm so he's going to cast a spell. Wetting a little bit. His hands uh, begin glowing. Third time. Can we go three for three, Nulara, on, like, cutting them down before they touch you? I want to use the emoji. <laughs> that's a hit. Okay. Uh, that's better. Nice. Kinda. 12 okay. points of piercing damage. So, it hits him while he's about to cast a spell. Okay, so because you hit the- because you hit him, um, it's a manipulate action because that's why he was able to do it. So you actually hit and interrupt. So you don't kill him, but you stop and it like, boom. Does it say it's only in a critical hit? Critical, yes. And this was not a critical. Oh, that's right. You did not crit this time. So the other crit. guy could. So you have to crit. If you crit, you can stop the spell from happening. Okay. The other ones you killed before the spell went off. This one, the spell does oh, go off. Okay, okay, okay. So he does reach out and does attempt to touch you. So I need you to make a fortitude saving throw. Fortitude. Oh, come on. Ugh. Oh, I'm one short. One short again. Oh. Uh, um, so that's going to be... Okay, then you're going to need to make uh, another fortitude save. Oh, wait, maybe maybe the save... No, maybe the damage always happens. So you take seven points of damage, you fail the save, and you mm -hmm. go from Enfeeble 2 to Enfeeble 3. Okay. 
for distant feeble is only gonna last for one round though. Okay. So you feel again, ugh, you're weaker and weaker, and you're drawn closer to being. I just keep rolling my shoulders, and cracking my neck. Right. Okay. Um, and then um, he has one more action. I think he he screams and he reaches out with his other hand and he touches you and he's gonna use a one action harm spell to do a 1d8 damage touching you. Okay. I take none. Four, and then the amulet flares and like absorbs all the negative energy again, protecting you for the second time tonight from the harm spell. Woo! That's his turn. So unfortunately, Mukta, you were waiting for a line of sight, but he's withdrawn yeah, from the fact that it did not happen. I'm going to um, yell out, Hal, the lights, I can't see anything, and I'm going to delay my turn until after Hal's. Ooh, I like it. Nice. All right, Hal. Okay, I'm going to sustain the lights and move them up to 120 feet. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to move them here and here. And that goes in here like this, and the more, well, uh, I'll move them all down. Well, I guess I should stride first. I will move to this place right here and move mm-hmm. all the lights. Yep. And that's two, that's, I, so I, you see me take my sling and spin it over my head and fling it down yes. the hallway. Yes. All right, make that attack roll. Natural 20, natural 20. Uh, attack. Uh, inspired no. courage. Okay, let's go. Hey, it's a okay. 20! Okay. <laughs> it's not a natural 20, but it is a 20, and that is uh, exactly what you need to hit in this instance. Nice. Okay, I'm uh, thinking maybe perhaps I need to... No, I think that's okay. Three points of damage. Alright. Nice. Like... Like the rock like hits him in the head and he reaches up and like rubs his head and he's like, serious right now? And like is looking like past you, Neil, to see what's in the hallway. Who throws right. a rock, honestly? Just wait. I've Who throws seen, a shoe, man? I've honestly. seen I've seen a r I've seen that rock be kill enemies far stronger than you. <laughs> I cough. <laughs> yep. And Mukta, it is your turn because you waited until after Hal got the lights in there. Alright, I'm going to stride. I'm going to drop my short bow. Okay. And so I can move uh, the full 30 feet, I'm assuming? Yep. Uh, Well, I'm going to move, well, five feet here first, just so I can see. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Right, so that's then 20, 25. 30 st- step okay. for my second action and third action quick draw with the rapier and stab him through the heart yes go for it flat footed he is flat footed with this flanking nice that is yes. a hit nice nice ooh that's a lot of damage 16 uh, nice Mukta, how would you like to do this? Yes! So, yes. I yell out, how lights! And I see him rush forward heroically, like a hero would, like a mayor would. <laughs> rush, <laughs> put 
his lights into the room and take out his sling like David fighting against Goliath. And inspired yeah. by his courageous acts, I drop my short throw and rush on all fours past Nulara, past this cultist, draw my rapier, and in one swift motion, pierce it straight through his brain. Yes. Very, very nice. And that, with that thing, the creature Pretty drops hot. dead, and they will never get to see how your flesh tastes with violet fungi oh, added to it. Um, and so, yeah, so then um, the the sounds of combat draw to a close. Uh, this creature's, this cultists have been destroyed, slain by Mukta and Nulara. And how? And then immediately, Mukta, your triumph is tempered a bit by the fact that you look down and see bits of your skin just being flayed away. And you take more mental damage. <laughs> So you can make some saves to, to get rid of it, if you like. You get three attempts. All right, what is it? Fortitude? Fortitude, yeah. You got to get it a little deeper. Maybe bend over a little bit. You're not helping. No, that's how I did it. No, don't, don't rub my back. It doesn't help. Oh, okay. I thought... <laughs> I get like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, nope, the pain continues to rack you. Uh, Mukta, or sorry, Hal and Clovis can kind of come in and join, but like everything that's happening to Mukta is like mental, so it's like on Mukta to not slowly be flayed in his mind. Four more points of damage. Yep. All right. Another Maybe three rolls. Grab your arrow and, uh, and use. Remember, start. Clovis goes, Mukta, remember what I said? There is no try or don't do. <laughs> You can do it. You literally <laughs> ate one like five minutes ago. Don't talk to me right now. <laughs> I'll cast the guidance on him. Uh, is that guidance his crossbow? I'll take it. Sec- I'll take the second one with guidance. Use the butt of uh, your no, arrow. No, I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't be able to use guidance because I used it within the hour. Ah, oh, that is right. That's true. Well, good luck, friend. You're just going to watch this, Mukta. Oh, you're good. You're going to watch this. So you shake off the effects. It leaves your mind. You're no longer being flayed. Told you you could uh, do it. You all get 80 experience points for that. What are we at? 650? That is what I have. 650. And for just, just a moment, you have um, you, you get to see this room. You're like looking around. Uh, the room does dead end here, so there's not like another door that like leads to anywhere else where more of these might be coming from, luckily. Um, but like long shelves with several chairs drawn up to them ring this room on all sides. Uh, rancid stains of old blood and decay cake the shelves and floor in here. Um, it's just like a bunch of like desk space with a bunch of chairs that look like they've been neglected for quite some time. I'm just gonna take a seat real quick. Yeah. Seems like a good idea. Clovis, maybe you close the door so nobody can come in. Mushi is like... Did Mushi make it in? Yep, Mushi is riding on... He's on my shoulder. He's on my shoulder. Got it. So yeah, so you close the door. Yeah, Clovis looked at Nalara and said, Maybe we should have uh, listened to our leader. 
as uh, Mukta said, if he, uh, he's going to be mayor, and he is a brains, he did say to leave. I we did not offered. Listen. I offered to leave. I was ready to leave, and the door just opened. That is okay. Uh, but I think we should uh, go back uh, once we are ready and, and capable. Maybe I heal you each of you up. Um, I really can't see how bad you are because you're throwing up a lot and you've got puke all over your stuff. I can't. I, uh, I can't check the wounds. Um, but Mukta, you don't look too good, my friend. I'm going to cast a suze on you if that is okay. Please, my friend. <clears throat> oh, nice. Fourteen. Nice. Does that work? That definitely works. So we're going back after yeah, we take better. a breath, right? Yes, I think that's uh, well. I really don't want to be carrying all these books around. It makes, you know, fighting a little bit difficult. I will cast Susan and Lara. Uh, almost as good, 13. Okay, that's How it. Are you guys doing? Yeah. Uh, I, can, uh, I can cast Till on all of us. Uh, how are you guys doing? Um, I'm good. I'm back to full. Okay. I'm pretty much yeah. almost at full. I'm almost yeah, at full. Like no, no need to stretch. use a spell. I feel uh, I feel terrific, uh, except for this puking makes me want to throw up. Yeah, I'm sorry. It was more of a dry heave, really. <clears throat> There's a little bit of fur on your puke over there. Let's not talk about this anymore. <laughs> <laughs> so the camera kind of like drifts up through the uh, into the ceiling, right away from you guys, kind of up, and we see as the camera drifts up, it goes up to like the next level above you where it kind of goes through some dank dark narrow hallways and we can kind of see just for an instant that um there's some creature some small fly-like creature like going along the walls of the dungeon with his tongue out just licking the wall as it like buzzes along like muttering and it's like something angry under its breath before it kind of goes through uh, under a doorway and you see another circular room with a beam of blue energy going from ceiling floor crackling and then the camera like pans up and it follows the blue light up pushes back through more floors and it comes up and we see as it comes now through the floor a familiar blood spot just bubbling an infinitely impossibly deep puddle of blood at the base of the gauntlet ruin 